My mum always said life was like a box of chocolates. I am Iron Man. I see dead people. May the force be with you. To infinity and beyond! I will not die sober! This lovely young lady wants to open an account with us. Well, Madeline should have told you that we don't accept new readers without a reference. Madeline had a hunch. Fudge your hunches, if you pardon my French. Technically not French. Always literal? Of course I'm literary, I'm a librarian. Yeah, be that as it may. Hey everyone, this is Pop Horror Review the Movie Podcast. I am Matt, along with Jimmy and Kelly. Hi. Hi. And today we are talking about Gunpowder Milkshake on Netflix. Uh, Jimmy, would you like to grace us with a summary? Oh, Jimmy just left us. I'm back. Oh, okay. I just put my, I realized my iPad wasn't on do not disturb mode, so I oh, didn't okay. want to mess anything up. Oh, thank you I so wanted, much. I wanted to give full attention to this podcast. Oh, I feel like Jimmy's going to be fun this episode. Mm, no. <laughs> no, I, I think that was just like, that was his one quick spark of energy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I just had enough to turn it off. <laughs> okay. So the synopsis is a young assassin who must team up with her estranged assassin mother and her former assassin colleagues in order to save a young girl from other assassins. That is way too many mentions of the word assassin in that synopsis. Yeah, you can't use it that many times. Well, the, that one was from, where was it? That was from like a mix from Wikipedia where I had to like edit it a little bit. Uh, but IMDb's, wait, let me pull that up for you really quick because that, that one was truly like not good at all. Three generations of women fight back against those who could take everything from them. I feel like the other one explains it a little better. No, I think I like that one a little better. It's a little mysterious. Oh, okay. And it doesn't say assassins like every other word. But there's a lot of assassins in this movie. There are, but... Also, how come you're opening your little, like, talking thing in the beginning, Matt? You didn't have any Michelle Yeoh. It's very upsetting. Uh, Because... Yeah, come on. Because if you... If if I would have kept that clip, like, five more, like, maybe 20 more seconds, she would have talked. So just pretend that she was there. If I was editing this podcast, you know we would have had thirty-minute dialogues. Well, that and also you which wouldn't have anything. So that's that's the thing. It just would have been explosions and fighting. <laughs> that's well. That was my problem with Quiet Place. I was like, I can't find anything with talking, so we're just gonna play a bunch of action sequences. But anyway, the Rotten Tomato score for this movie is sixty-three percent critics, fifty-one percent audiences, and the drink is I went real classic and I just stole the title. It is called the Gunpowder Milkshake. And it was a milkshake, guys, and it was delicious. Mm, it oh. had chunks of cookies in it. I didn't like it. Okay, maybe it's because I don't I don't know dairy as much because it's newer to me still because I was allergic to it for a while. I would assume if anything is in a in a milkshake, that would Im- immediately make it chunky. I like it really blended smallly, like okay, really but, finely blended. But am I wrong, or is it is it never supposed to be chunky? It shouldn't be chunky. Even if there, but I, even if there's stuff in it. Well, I mean, you're not really supposed to put stuff like cookies and stuff inside milkshakes per se, but usually it's grounded down enough that it's not super chunky. And we're talking to an ice cream expert here, so... Who, you? No, Kelly. Oh. Like, it's supposed to be able to go through a straw. If it can't go through a no, straw... No, it, it was it was going... It went through no, the it straw. went through the straw. It's, it was, took me by surprise. But I don't like anything that comes through. It's like boba when a piece of ice No, goes, I, I didn't put up. like... It's too surprising for him. Yeah, Jimmy doesn't like, like things that come through the straw that he's not expecting at all. <laughs> I didn't put like a whole Oreo and just leave just it there. I also just want to see, Matt, when do you not say it was delicious after every drink? So. Oh, wait, no, there was one recently. There was one recently. Um, no, but I, I didn't put like a whole Oreo and just drop it in there. Like I, I, I grounded it and it went through the straw, but it's vanilla ice cream, half and half Kahlua, 
crushed up Oreos and chocolate chip cookies and whipped cream. But it was that really, sounds pretty good. It was really Is delicious. That why we had a giant thing of half and half or like whipping cream in our fridge. No, our fridge doesn't have it. Well, where we were this weekend, it did. Oh yes, oh, okay. and that's why we have chocolate. That's why we have a bag of chocolate chips and Oreos at our apartment Ooh, right now. I like chocolate chips. Okay, let's get. Sorry, back to let's get to it. This I'm will s- now be a milkshake podcast where all we talk about are milkshakes. Our milkshakes brings all the boys to the yards. <laughs> okay, sorry. I we're don't gonna like that. You just Kalise is a that. chef now. Is she real? Oh yeah, she, she is. was on Selena Plus Chef. Yes. Remember, I was like, "Is that Kalise?" And you're like, "Who?" I'm like, <laughs> "Kalise, the milkshake girl." Yes, I'm and she and she cooked something really good too on that. She show, did. I it believe. was something. It was like asabuco or something. Yeah. It was like I really want to make uh, that, but that sounds way too difficult. For I me. know this is really off topic. To me, I'm sorry, but there's no way you can make asabuco. That's like hours worth of cooking. I've gotten better. Oh, you said you wanted to make that, Jim? I said I wanted to. Yeah, because it looked good. But I was like, mm. but then I'm like, I'm never gonna be able to make that. So. <laughs> just order, just order it out. Face. <laughs> yeah, just order it out. Um, but you should watch that show, by the way. Selena Plus Chef, great show on HBO Max. Anyway, let's shotgun some facts. I'm going to be honest here. There's not many good ones, so I tried to pull some interesting ones, I guess. Uh, number one, the three ants in the movie. I guess they're ants, or the three women in the movie, Melinda, a- Anna Mae, and Florence, were the same colors as the three g- good fairies in Disney's Sleeping Beauty, as Flora, Fauna, and Meriwether, red, green, and blue, they also look after the main character and retreat to a cabin in the woods for safety. I just thought that was funny. I don't know if that was they, intentional. They also kind of had the same personalities now that I'm thinking of it. I didn't realize it. Do you think that was intentional then? Yes. Okay. That uh, makes sense. Uh, number two is there is a... I think East that's something I've learned from our shotgun facts. I did not know that. And now it's like I'm piecing it together. I'm like, oh, that makes sense. Wait, you said you learned something from our shotgun fact? Yeah. Did you hear me trying to... That was the first time where I really liked one of the shotgun facts that I had no idea. Thank you, guys. Uh, Did you know that I tried to stall so I could try and find my applause button right there? Yes, I did. I thought you just, (laughs) like, did something. That wasn't No, uh, number two, there is an Easter egg to Fight Club in the diner. On the menu in the diner, there is a Fight Club sandwich in homage to the movie. Homage. Homage, thank you. Uh, number three, while filming, Karen G- Gillen, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Was constantly yep. being told to keep her eyes open while firing all the guns. To be honest with you, the movie might have been a little funnier if she just kind of was that character and swung around with her eyes closed. Um, and number four, it was announced that a sequel is in development. Hey, what's up? I'm Jess. And I'm Shauna. And we're the hosts of Cheers to Beers, a beer podcast run by two beer professionals. We're certified Cicerones, craft beer judges, and founders of Seattle Beer School. We interview brewers. Basically, it was kind of like drinking sherry. (laughs) Yeah, at that point. But like, I don't know, sherry's pretty good, though. (laughs) And after your freaking 20 Orval's in, you're like, meh. Who who cares at this point? Artists who work for breweries. was literally like Mirror Pond, Blue Pepe Creek. There was like no middle ground. That's great. Bartenders, management, and everyone in between. We're not German. Well... Wait, what is it? Your last name? My last name is Keller, so I guess I I have some German blood in me. (laughs) Keller beer, it's your beer. It is my beer. And sometimes it's just us waxing poetic. More like unable to shut up. About everything beer. How far do you think you could throw a pumpkin? Mm. Like, I'm talking like a jack-o'-lantern size. I don't know, 40 feet? Is that far? far? Yes. Okay. (laughs) You're some sort of monster. Want to learn more about craft beer in all its glory? Or maybe you're new to beer and want a comfortable place to learn more. We got you. Catch us every other Wednesday on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Cheers! Cheers.
So those are my facts. They weren't that great, but you know, I have some surprises though later in the show. You know, you guys know one of them. No, I have two surprises. You guys know one of them. You don't know the other. Oh my God. You know, I don't okay. like surprises. I know you don't, but whatever. Uh, so make sure to stay and listen throughout the entire episode so you can hear those surprises. And let's get going. Did we like the movie? It was okay. I, I thought it would be better. Uh, I liked it. I didn't love it. It's probably in the middle of a like for me. <laughs> I like did not like the first half, but I liked the second half once they actually like had all like I was like waiting for like some badass moments in this movie and I was um, like there were some badass moments in the problem. second half though um, there really was in the first half I have to say there was a badass moment in the first half middle-ish what scene um when they paralyzed her arms that yes and that was an inkling but once they got all together with like all the women from the library that's when it got like good yeah, the final act when they had the big final act shoot yeah but that's what I was waiting for because I'm like you have all these you have these people who are like I'm like oh these are gonna be, like the trailer when I saw I was excited for this movie when I saw the trailer I was like oh cool like it gave me like John Wicky vibes um but I liked it as much as I like John Wick but I don't like John Wick that much um so I didn't really care for this movie until the second half and even then it still wasn't great but it was at least entertaining but I just no. wish what you're gonna make fun of me and I, I, I don't. Did and this is a spoiler for anyone who hasn't seen it. Did Carla Cugino die in the movie? Yes, they buried her. Yes. Where the hell was I? I don't remember. I I, I don't remember where I, I don't remember. I don't that know where scene you were. I don't know when you watched it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't remember that scene at all. I remember her there sitting and she like they took the girl and then the next thing I know they're in the car going to wherever they're going. And do you remember when they had like the axe as like they're the like cross? holding her dead body? Yeah, like in the car they're holding her dead body. And in then, the like, car, I don't remember. And they use the axe as like a cross for her, like her tombstone almost. <laughs> Did I black out? No, you were probably on your phone, which means You're it wasn't a good movie. Maybe, maybe at that point I was like, oh, they killed off one of my favorites, so I'm done. That mean, yeah, but I don't know. I just feel like the writing. I don't know. It's like they had they, a really bad script. Yeah, but the they, script was not good. And see, I feel like with John Wick, at least, like I didn't, I like, I like the third one the best. But I feel like they sort of like kind of give you a little bit of backstory with this one. I feel like they were just like they threw her in these places where it's like, oh, it's part of the firm. But I'm like, well, what? Like, but like, explain it more. I was like, I would love to know some detail about it and some backstory to it because I feel like that would help me get engaged in the movie. But it it, it didn't. But we're gonna find like, out in the sequel. Uh. Yeah, but that oh, does. I didn't know there was a sequel. You didn't hear my fourth fact and my fun facts? No, she did not like the oh, rest I of the I probably spaced out. I was just going to say, I mean, the script wasn't the best, but I also think that Karen Gillan can't really support a movie on her own. It wasn't until was, like Lena Headey, Carla Cugino, Michelle Yeoh, and Angela Bassett came in that it kind of like picked up a little bit. And can I tell no, you? No, yeah, I agree with you. What's her name? Um, I really the little like girl, Chloe Coleman. I think she's a good... I've only seen her in a couple of things, but I do like what she's in. She's in, She's not... She's in Big... I think she was in Big Little Lies. She was in Big Little Lies. She was in My Spy. She was in Upload. Oh, yes, she was. Oh, where's that I, why show? Do you, I, lo- I, I love how you bring up is. My Spy. <laughs> it's like, that's a horrible movie. No, but that's the only... Like, that's the only movie I know her from. But like, I also this remember one? her, like, getting, like, good reviews from that. Like, they were like, she's actually, like... I think she can be, like, a... She's gonna be in the new Avatar movie, too. Oh, really? And a new a new J Lo movie coming out next year. So I mean, she's like got stuff, pretty big stuff coming along the line. So like, I, I think that like she's gonna be a, a big character, a child actor. But I liked her a lot in this movie. No, she wasn't. She wasn't bad. But I agree with you. I feel like they made. I don't think Karen Gillan like held the movie until like everyone came through. But like they also made her character very like weird. I just feel like 
they, I just feel like also the direction that they probably were giving her also wasn't the best. So she was like trying to be this funny, but very serious. Like they were, I feel like they were just like, do all these things. And she's like, okay, I'll try. Like that bowling alley scene. Oof, the Why do they fast the, forward the, the, the action? The stunt choreography oh my God, was like, I hate oh, that. no, no, no. Cause it that got, was like a big thing. The stunt choreography wasn't great. But like, I like, mean, it oh, wasn't sorry. great. Like the choreography itself, it was the way they filmed it. It was not great. Cause like they slowed it down so much and then they would speed it up. And I was like, yeah, like this looks choreographed. Like I freaking hate when fight scenes look choreographed. Like they don't look natural or anything. And like, I was really excited for the fight scenes in this movie, but like, I just didn't feel like that cool, like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, it was just kind of like, I can tell that this is choreographed, and I hate that. See, I kind of got that towards, like, when they all got together in the library and then in the diner. We're kind of like, oh, wow, these are, like, fun action scenes. But, like, the scene in the bowling alley, it just was like, why are they and why are they at, like, a 1.5 fast-forward speed? Like, I was like, I turned to Jimmy. I was like, are they in fast-forward? Because it looked like... It almost looked like a Charlie Chaplin movie where he was, it looked like they were trying to dance. It was just like weird. It was, it was like, it was weird. It's because they were trying to do um, Jason Bourne style, like fight scenes where they speed everything up to like, kind of give a stronger impact. Wait, his, I never saw the Jason Bourne movies. They fast forward that. So they do it for a lot of fight scenes. They fast forward it to like, you know, when they're moving really fast so that it gives like a stronger impact when you see it, like when they punch someone. So it's like, boom, boom, boom. But Jason Bourne is definitely like the beginnings of like that form of like stunt, like filming. But like they were trying to do, they were just trying to be stylish and it was like, it looks really bad. For the, the Bourne movies, do you notice it that much? Like, do you know it's like, oh, wow. Oh, okay. Cause I was like, then I probably wouldn't like it. Cause I'm like, this is just looks... This looks like I made a movie and I was no, like... No, but it looks better. It looks better. Like okay. the way they do it in the Bourne movies. Because it's like... But you can tell it's 100%, 100% sped up. Because it's like, okay, like there's no way he's moving that fast. And they filmed it that fast. Like, unless you're like Donnie Yen or professional martial artist stuntman, there's no way you can move that fast. See, now are you saying you can tell because you can you know he doesn't move that fast? Because for this one, I literally like... You her, can tell. Oh, okay. because no, like, you, you can, can tell. tell. Because this one, I was like, I think she took such small steps when she was trying to do the choreography that like, it looked like she was almost like hopping in a way. It was just, I was, it, it was very, I, I don't know. Because I was like, oh, cool. Do you know what the... I personally, I don't... Even though we've seen Karen Gillan in action movies, you know, as Nebula and like Jumanji and stuff like that, I don't, I think this movie kind of showcased that I love Karen Gillan. I'm obsessed with her. I love Doctor Who and she's my favorite companion for Doctor Who. But like, you could tell that she's not that athletic. And this, this movie really showcased it in the stunt department, which is also another reason why I don't think it looked that's as smooth because you could just kind of tell like she doesn't have the movements to be like, to make it fluid or to make it like natural looking. Like I know we see it in Jumanji, but like Guardians of the Galaxy, like you know that's a stunt double and that's easy to hide because she has full-blown makeup all over her face. Jumanji, like we see it every now and then, but like I can tell it's the stunt double half the time. But now do you think it's the, like, because I actually wanted to bring this up, like who had the well, best. Also the the way that it's filmed, like Jumanji, the way it's filmed, they can cover it up easier. But the way this movie is, which is supposed to be John Wickish, so like, you're supposed to see, you want to see more of the actor doing it. I think it kind of showed that like she just may not have the athleticism to pull it off like these type of like stunt choreography, like on her own. 
I don't know if I 100% blame her, though, because, like, it could also be, like, the director, not, like, what, like, I agree with your no, saying. Yeah, yeah, because I agree with your saying. Like other ones are more like the other movies she in. Like she has good action scenes, but it's easier to hide. But this one, I feel like it, I'm not saying it's not her, but it could also be the director and like he just doesn't know what he's doing. He's like saying, "Oh, try this and this," because like she's not the weakest person stunt wise for me. The weakest person in this movie was Angela Bassett. I thought her stunts were so quick and not that intensive. I just don't think they gave her enough stunts. Maybe that's what it was. Like I, I don't think her stunts were. I think they kind of like when they went when they went off on their own little fights. Hers was nothing compared hers to everyone was else. The weakest. I feel like Michelle Yeoh. They just know she has so much um, like fighting background. Experience. Yeah. So they're like, you know what? You can just kill people with a metal chain, and it's believable one hundred percent. Angela Bassett, I just feel like they just didn't give her enough while Lena Headey kind of took over the 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 load the the load of the uh, the I can't think of the word the the stomach of the work for, the, yeah, the brunt of, of the work for for the 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 fight with them too because I mean they did give her some cool gun knives which I really enjoyed but and like I also you had oh, didn't you had Carla Cugino who just took that machine gun and just blasted everyone and she had the axe scene and stuff like that no, she did, yeah but I I liked that machine gun scene. but also I also but I think oh, it's sorry. because Angela. I think it also could be the fact that Angela Bassett, like, she's not really known for, like, any action movies or action roles, you she's know? She's just known for being, like, a badass. Yeah, so I don't know if we, it could be. I didn't think her fight scenes were that bad. I just, I know they were very small, but I don't think they were bad for what we saw. But it's, like, when it comes to those fight scenes, it's, like, the director and I think everyone in the movie just kind of knew, like, yeah, like, people want to see Michelle Yeoh. Like, yeah. people want to see Michelle Yeoh kick ass. And then Carly G- Gugino, like, she has a lot of, like, these type of movies, she has a lot of them under her belt. I mean, granted that she's usually not playing this type of character, but she's done, like, action-type movies and stuff before that people, it's like, okay, we could see that. Like, Angela Bassett, I don't actually recall any movies where she's actually doing the stunts versus, like, p- playing, like, the political or head agent of a, the, the department or something. Like, the, yeah, like, the chief. <laughs> Yeah, being like, get your ass over there. <laughs> well, like, I, I, I mean, I'm just looking. She was in like the Gerard Butler Has Fallen series. No, but she wasn't like a, she wasn't an agent. She was like a head of the department. Oh, she was like, oh, okay. And then, I mean, we did have her in American Horror Story, but I think the most she As the did, voodoo queen? As the voodoo, <laughs> yeah, but she was a badass voodoo queen. And then, But, but to Kelly's okay. thing, it was like <laughs> there wasn't any like, stunts with it. No, I would think Roanoke would probably have the most stunts for her. But not, uh, not is that her, you mean like stunts her running and tripping? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's not. I mean, those are stunts. I'm not saying they're not stunts, but those are the type of stunts you're talking about. But like, also, I feel like I liked Karen Gillum's scene where it was just her in the library with the shelves and all that better than Angela Bassett's. I thought that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like either they didn't give her enough, or what they did give her, it just looked like she wasn't. It was so quick cuts that I'm like, is she doing a lot? Where it looked like Karen Gillum seemed to be doing a little more towards the end of the movie. I agree. I, I see where you're coming from. And yes, she had. But also in the scenes in the library, Karen Gillan had help from Lena Headey. No, the yeah. first part, though, I'm saying. Yeah, but I didn't even think that was that great in the first part. What, oh. wait, which which one? Where she's just by herself, like, trying to find the weapons in the books. Oh, no. See, That's like, it was okay. I thought it was funny more. I thought they played that more for comedic effect. Well, I'm saying it was better than I thought with Angela Bassett's scene, personally. But, like, then there's Michelle Yeoh, who but was, like... But I can't really tell. Boom. I don't really remember Angela Bassett's scene. I just remember that's she was problem. in the underwater area, and she had a hammer. If you're making this type of movie, that's a big problem, then. I like that I could see Angela Bassett doing it. I also think she's the oldest one out of all of them. She's older um, than Michelle Yeoh? Michelle Yeoh's not that old. Michelle Yeoh was born in 62... 
Angela or, Bassett was born in 58, yeah. Angela oh, Bassett's the oldest. Lena Headey was born in the 70s. That's rude. Michelle Yeoh looks great. And... <laughs> Carla Cugino was born in 71. So I think, I think. No, to be honest with you, I would have thought I, Angela Bassett looks very good for her age. Is what yeah. I'm, it's not it's, like Michelle. It's, it's Angela, not just on Michelle Yeo. It's more of like a Angela Bassett looks like very young. I was going to say <laughs> it's Angela Bassett's the oldest followed by Michelle Yeo, Carla Cugino, uh, Lena Headey, and then Karen Gillan. And then Chloe Colvin. No, I'm kidding. Yes. Like, we're not going to do that. And then where's Paul Giamatti in that group? I don't know. He was terrible. <laughs> he doesn't count. Um, but yeah, like I this think movie that literally could have played it. This movie what? only surrounds these these like five women, but not that's really, not until like. About. But I'm saying, but the movie they don't come. That's what I'm saying. They don't come in until like more than halfway into the movie. I'm like, just make it then, then just make a different movie then about them. Like I would have rather about like the library and stuff like that. Personally, but that's that. But you know, you don't like John Wick, but that's kind of like you don't find out a lot about John Wick's like past and the the that company he works with until later on and then parabellum is when it really shit hits the fan but maybe i mean maybe that's why i don't like john wick i don't know but oh but i will say i remember i told you guys this uh the other day or something i was like the only like what i was thinking of when i was watching these action sequences when especially michelle yo was like i'm hyped for shang chi i was like i'm ready to see her in shang chi now because i don't i haven't seen her a lot in action i saw her more in like i I still can't believe you refuse to watch crouching tiger hidden i don't refuse to watch i just haven't seen it Go watch Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon if you want to have a fun fact about that. It's like really sad that it's like, because it's just like, you're like, well, I haven't seen any of her action movies. It's like, that's like her entire like career repertoire, give or take like three or four movies. Especially in Asian cinema like that. And that's like what she's known for. And just so everyone knows, I gave Matt a list of Michelle Yeoh movies to watch. Um, He should get on that right now. And yeah, like Super Cop, my, one of my favorite Jackie Chan Michelle Yeoh movies. She literally drives a dirt bike onto a moving train. And when I say she literally did it, she literally did it. No wires, nothing. She drove a dirt bike onto a moving train because <laughs> in Asian cinema, they have little, back then, they had little to no safety protocols at all. And at the end of every Jackie Chan movie, that he did, he shows all the bloopers of his stunts and stuff, and oof, it is painful, some of them. Like, painful. Because there's no wires or anything. They're, like, just using, like, fucking cushions to catch people. That's it. <laughs> and, I mean, I was looking... Oh, actually, I was reading Michelle Yeoh's, like, trivia. It says, one of the only female stars whom Jackie Chan lets do her own stunts. Well, they said that um, for this movie, they I was reading, like, things on BuzzFeed. It was, like, facts about behind the scenes and they said the only person who nailed their takes in one take was always Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, and I mean I was looking I was like, like that's the, why you hire Michelle Yeoh because she tiger hidden dragon stuff and they said um she had like torn her ACL while shooting something. Yeah. One of one of like the beginning fighting scenes she's like no, I'm fine, don't worry about it. She, I think she filmed the movie and then went back to the states. They flew her back to the states where she went to some like hospital and they're like you tore your ACL and she's like okay. The big scene with her and Zhang Ziyi, you know the the room, the fight scene in the room, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like that. That, that one, is the big scene from that film. Is this Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think this is that's the scene where um, the only time that I think she had to use a stunt double because that's when she first fucked up her leg. But that's only for like the overhead scenes where you see them fighting overhead. Like you can tell that's not her a little bit. But, like, I think that's the only time that she didn't do everything because, like, it was like, oh, yeah, you're not going to be able to walk again if you do this. But, like, the, the close-ups and the uh, and the, when they pan out, those are her. It's just the overhead scenes, I'm pretty sure, is not her. Yeah. Which, when Matt finally watches it, 
he will see. I mean, the sad part is it's that- It's a long movie. It's a really long movie. <laughs> I'm not going to lie I'm to sorry, you. If I told you the movies like that 17 s- times, so we, we don't count. We don't care. What would you say? I said, you've seen Endgame like 17 times. You can sit through a long movie. That's true. Uh, but I, has, I mean, I have to be interested in it. Um, but I will say the only two movies that I know that I've seen her in that, are, that can, I can only think in my mind and Kelly's going to literally like jump through this, this Zoom and like strangle me is literally like Crazy Rich Asians and Last Christmas. Those are the only two movies I can think that I've seen her in. <laughs> Everything That's else. So I mean, I saw her in a little bit of Star Trek when I watched that. And then that was. Well, you have your list. I do. Get I, on it. I actually would have suggested you rent Supercop with Jackie Chan first, only because, like, I feel like you need to start off with, like, a happier, more kind of, like, comedic type of action type of thing. Ease just me to in. get, like, in, <laughs> to get the in the mood. Because Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon is, like, one, it's a great movie. It's one of the best movies, I think, in general, in terms of cinematography, story, and acting. But it's long. And if you're not, like, used to those type of, like, Gujaf epics. How long is it? It can be. <sighs> Two and a half hours. I know that's not long, but it's like if you've ever seen a Wuja epic before, you it can it can feel like it drags on because there's a lot of talking, mm-hmm. and it's not just like dialogue talking. It's like using proverbs and stuff because mm-hmm. it's also ancient China. So it's like you have to really pay attention. <laughs> Ang Lee directed that, right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Wait. So since we talked about all like the badass like people in like all the badass women in the movie, this is my first surprise for everyone. I want I, there is this buzz. Kelly, you weren't here. When we did Barb and Star, but we did a quiz saying, "Are you Barb or Star?" And or you might have taken this quiz probably. But there's one that's saying, "Which badass woman from Gunpowder Milkshake are you?" And I wanted to see which two you guys would be. Hold Who on. wants to go first? I'll do it on mine, but I'll tell I'll you do my it on answer. My okay, so fine. that we can both here, do it. You want me to send you the link really quick? Wait. I want Michelle Yeoh, but I also don't want to make it so obvious. So I'm going to answer truthfully. <laughs> uh, one sec. I'll do, I'll read out the ones for me. So people know like what the, what the questions are. So first pick another woman led action movie. There's Charlie's angels, crouch and tiger, hidden dragon, kill bill, mad max, fury road, birds of prey or black widow. Oh, this is a tough one. Crouching tiger, hidden dragon. I'm going birds of prey. I'm going to go. Black Widow. Um, number two, pick a weapon of your choice. Knife, bat, guns, fists, poisons, poison, or words. Knife. Fists. I'm going to do, I feel like gum would be fun. Gum? Gun. Oh. <laughs> uh, pick a, <laughs> gum is fun to chew. <laughs> you chew it, you spit it out at someone, and then they trip and fall. Um, pick Sometimes a, there's flavor. Sometimes <laughs> there's not. Uh, pick a badass Marvel woman. Scarlet Witch, Wasp, Okoye, Nebula, Valkyrie, Yelena. From Black Widow. Oh my god, I'm torn. I'm torn. I have to go Scarlet Witch because she's like one of my favorite characters of all time. I think I'm going Scarlet Witch. We don't know Yelena. Oh my god. I'm going Valkyrie. Interesting choice. Uh, Pick a word that best describes you. Talented, maternal, fierce, coy, bookish, or youthful. What if none of these describe me? Well, you gotta find one that picks you. (laughs) I'll go bookish. Bookish? I'll go fierce. I'll go talented. Uh, Pick a badass Star Wars woman. Leia, Padme, Rey, Val... Jin from Rogue One and uh, Haldo, who was Laura Dern in what? Last Jedi. Why isn't Last Ahsoka Jedi. Tano on here? Okay, so here's my thing. I want to pick Leia, but I'm also going with Haldo because she pretty much killed herself in the coolest way possible. Well, that's why I was going to pick Jin. <laughs> I'm going Leia. I was between Ray and Leia, but I'm going to go Leia. I like I'm Leia. going Jin. Oh, I'm going Padme. so opposite of you guys. I like. I was always going to do Jin just because, like. I mean, it's more just because the ending of the movie, so it's not the character, so that's why I didn't go with her. But pick a diner food. 
Burger, fries, pancakes, club sandwich, meatloaf, or milkshake. Do the fries have mozzarella, cheese, and gravy? Um, I guess they could. Okay, then fries. Okay, then fries. <laughs> yeah, I guess you can't go. You can put anything on the fries, so fries. I already no, know what Kelly's like, picking <laughs> for the next one. I know too. I, was, I, I know. Was about to, no, because I was about to be like, whenever we go to the diner, me and Jimmy are like mozzarella fries, mozzarella fries. I yeah. will say like, one of the one of the biggest impacts this movie had on me is that I ordered diner food either that night or the next day because I was craving diner food because it looked really good. Even though we just saw a milkshake, I just wanted diner food. Anyway, pick a badass TV woman. Kelly's going oh with Buffy God. Summers, uh, Jessica yep. Jones, um, Angela Arbar from Watchmen. Abar? Yeah, it's Abar. From Watchmen, uh, Melinda May from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Arya Stark, or Batwoman? I'm going Angela Abar. Uh, yep. Obviously, I go with Buffy Summers. You know what? She's just spoiler hero. for anyone who hasn't watched Game of Thrones, she killed the, the what's his name? I, the Night King? or Night The King. Night yeah. King. Yeah, I'm going to go with her for that. Arya Stark. If Buffy Summers was not on the list, I probably would have most likely chosen Jessica Jones, to be I was going to say, you probably, yeah, I was like, that's true. She was very good. Um, I never saw Watchmen. Watchmen, Matt, that, that, that needs to be watched by every person. Okay, that maybe. Movie, so then I'll do crap. It's, it's so too good. confusing. I'll do crap. I, I saw the pilot. It's too confusing. I the, saw the, the pilot TV at Comic-Con. <laughs> uh, yeah, Comic-Con, I saw the pilot. I watched the first three episodes of Watchmen. Oh, it's so good. So now I have a list of two. It's so confusing. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Watchmen on HBO. Mm-hmm. Okay, pick a song. Peace of My Heart by Janis Joplin. You'll Never Know by Bobby Darin. Goddess on a high, uh, Highway by Mercury Rev. The Great Pretender by Platters. French Disco by Starro Lab. And It's All Over Now, Baby Blue by The Animals. I don't know actually the name. I'm st- picking Peace of My Heart by Janis Joplin. Can you yeah, sing it for me? I was to do that because I was like, that's... I'm not singing it for you now. Because I can't think it, of any of these. That's the song they, they did during the when Carla Cugino was shooting and they had the Chloe Coleman had the your headphones on. Oh, okay, cool. I'll go with that one. Uh, pick an outfit. So it's going to be Karen Gillum's outfit from the movie, Carla Cugino's outfit from the movie, Angela Bassett's outfit from the movie. Um, Michelle Yeoh's outfit from the movie, that waitress's outfit from the movie in the diner, and what's the little girl's name? Chloe Coleman. Chloe Coleman's Girl Scout uniform. Girl Scout uniform. I'm going with Karen Gillan because that looks the comfy. I know. Karen I, Gillen. It, it looks. The I was like, I was like, that looks comfy, <laughs> and like if I had to go pee, it would be easy. <laughs> <laughs> Finally, pick an author: Virginia Woolf, Jane Austen. If you, I was gonna say Kelly. If you wanted Michelle Yeoh, you should have picked Michelle Yeoh's outfit, but you were doing truthfully. Um, finally, I said I'm being truthfully. <laughs> pick a pick a. Finally, pick an author: Virginia Woolf, Jane Austen. Charlotte Bronte, uh, Mary Shelley, Louisa May Alcott, Maya Angelou. Mary Ru- Shelley. Louisa May Alcott. Is that Little Women? Yeah. Okay. You know what? I like, th- sure, I'll go Little Woman. Oh, God. <laughs> I got I got Emily. I got Sam. I, I got Karen Gillan's character. I got Madeline. I got the little girl. Okay, so I took this before, and then I, I got, <laughs> I, I've took this before, and I got Angela Bassett, but I chose a different author at the end. I chose Mary Shelley first. So I don't know if that's what changed everything. No, because I got Mary. Sh- I picked Mary Shelley for my last one. I got Madeline. Yeah, but you okay. took the, you picked you picked a bunch of other stuff differently from the one I did last time. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, everyone should read the bio. Okay, so Matt, you're the little girl. Okay, what? Emily, you're probably the young one of your friend group. True, but you know you have to keep up. You're brave. You learn fast, and you're very understanding of people's faults. Things aren't always easy for you, but you're. But you're great at adjusting to whatever new reality life, th- whatever new reality life throws at you. Okay, kind of true. Okay, I got Sam Karen Gillan's character. You are incredibly talented, resilient, and quick on your feet. You are so much stronger than you look. In fact, you can be pretty darn scary, but you're still pure <laughs> of heart. Okay, yeah. You always fight for what you believe in, even if that means going up against powerful people. Okay, I, got, I can see it. I got Madeline. 
So Carla Cugino's character, and it's you are kind, caring, and passionate. You prefer to keep to your books and not get involved with any battles, but when your friends need you, you will always step up and let out your wild side. You're not afraid to make big sacrifices to protect others. So you're not protecting us? <laughs> no. Sorry. Who did you get? Madeline. That's uh, Carla Cugino's Cugino. character. Oh, okay. The one who doesn't make it. So the game. nicest one? Oh, I don't God. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. But I mean, that was all I had. I, I didn't mean, see her die, so maybe she's not really dead. <laughs> it's really Jimmy. Like, like, wait, it's, incarna- it's, like, it's, it's a reincarnation. Like it's like what the thing just said. Doesn't like to involve himself <laughs> unless necessary. Okay, um, I have. I think that's all I had to say. That was my first surprise. The second one's coming at the end of the episode for the viewers. You guys know what it is. But um, let's rate it. Okay, um, Matthew. You have it ready already? Oh, yeah, ready. Oh, my goodness. Look at you. You had you were doing BuzzFeed articles. I'm surprised you had it ready. My okay. Phone. Let's see if you get it right the first time. That's the best. That's, that's if I can add. If that's the challenge. Well, it might be a 10 if we all give it threes. Um, I'm going to give it a five. Kelly? I'll give it a six. I'm going to give it a six. It's 5.67. Okay. I will say that's this is- That's pretty much what we were saying. We are like, it's average. Yeah. It's pr- This is going to be like, you guys are going to hate when I say this, but like, I actually like this- a little more than Space Jams, like it was. It was around that. And I know you guys hated Space Jams no, more than Space me, Jam. but what? Yeah, I hate Space Jams because Space Jams is <laughs> oh, in the movie. <laughs> they should okay. Next, if they make a third one with The Rock, call it Space Jams. Just and do it's a just reboot. About them making jam <gasps> on the on the wrestling floor. No, just jam. They're in a play. <laughs> the they're only in a person I know who <laughs> makes that mistake. Can I tell you, like literally every time I type it in to look for something, I'm like, why is like it not popping up? It's like these weird, just like random like photos. And I'm like, I don't want. <laughs> Hold on. I need to know what you. What you no, it's not what? random photos, but it's not like po- if I type in <laughs> Space Jam's poster. It's a bunch spa- of jams floating in space. <laughs> you know what I realized? Space Jam 2 isn't about space. So like, why is it called Space Jam? Because they're in the cyber space. So if I type in ah. Space Jam's. It comes up still, but yeah, the so pictures are a bunch of like Air Jordan feet shoes. I should probably say, not feet. Okay, <laughs> just feet. <laughs> just feet. <laughs> okay. Well, anyone else have anything to, else to add? No, I just want to see where the second uh, one's going to go. That, that's what I want to know. It better be more would, descriptive, like more in more detail to it. I think we'll find I out think more. They need to veer away from the visuals and like realize like you need a strong story too. <laughs> like no, you yeah. can't just make everything colorful. That doesn't work all the I time. I mean, I did like the neon, but like it can only take you about five minutes in. Like it really can't do a whole. You also saw the 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 strains of like having a low budget in the movie because they only had like mm-hmm. literally three sets. I was gonna say, what was the budget for this? Hundred million dollars. Oh, okay. Just kidding. I have no idea, man. It is well, okay. I'll just look it up myself. It's thirty million. I thought it was in, It was really low. That's a yeah, low thirty budget. million. Yeah, so that's why it's like you could totally see the low budgets because it's like there was three sets essentially. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like the bowling alley, the, the library. library, the de- the doctor, and the doctor's office, and the mall, and the mall, and they filmed in Germ- Germany. Yeah, when she like kills the people dressed as like the monsters. Which I did oh, like that she yeah. kills him by staking him through the heart. Yeah, I, saw that. I will say though, those horror masks were very good. Those yeah, were very good I masks. I want them. I asked Jimmy. I was I like, thought it was his real face. I was like, why are second. they so old? I was like, I'm a little confused here. 
I was I thought the Dracula one, I was like, why is his face so fucked up? Is this supposed to be funny like this? And I'm like, oh, this is going to be great. And then I realized there was a mask. I'm like, that's a great mask. There are. It's funny. If you go on IMDb and look at the goofs, there are so many for this movie. They're like the scene in the parking in the parking garage. That car could not just like plow through other cars and move them. Like there was there were like there are so many things wrong with this movie. And I was like, should I just say a bunch of goofs for the fun facts? But I was like, no. Nah. Uh, fun facts. No, but you're right. Yeah, that car like is like one of those like old cheap ass cars that like would be shredded upon yeah. impact. But like it was like moving like three cars. I was like, excuse me, like how is this not getting crushed? And like there's not a scratch on it. It was like there, and it was like I, <laughs> it was getting shot at. Nothing was breaking. I was like, excuse me, what, what's happening here? Well, maybe it's a special spy car. So that's the only reason I could think of that. Like maybe. bulletproof glass. Like if you're, you're an assassin, you need bulletproof glass cars. I mean, it would be interesting if they merged this and John Wick together. I don't know how they would do it, but like, since they're similar style of movies, I mean, like that would be interesting to see come together. I like don't John think, Wick I wouldn't in the say similar style. I would say similar concepts. Yeah. But, okay. I mean, I, I consider it. I consider this like a like a. a no, a, John Wick is so superior to this. It, I, there's no way you can even compare it. The third one's better, but the first two I kind of equal to this. But uh, oh, I can't. <laughs> I know. I don't know why I hate those movies. It's like a very you unpopular opinion. This. Okay. <laughs> we'll end it. But I want to say our second surprise, and um, it's a it's a little bit of an announcement for the podcast. So as much as we love doing the new movies coming out every week, we decided that we are doing, we have some news and we're going to change up the podcast a little bit, change up the, the format a little bit. So going forward after the summer movies, so starting in September, we are going to be doing each month is going to be like a themed month. And we're going to have four or whatever, how many weeks are in that month. We're going to have four or five movies to talk about within that theme. And does someone want to say what our first theme is for September? New movies. Okay. Jimmy's very, very resilient on this idea, but me and Kelly are pushing forward. A24, the best film distributing company of all time. We're doing A24, possibly a part one out of two because there are a lot of A24 movies. But we're going to be reminding you guys uh, this whole month of August as you continue to listen to our summer movies as we, I think it's very fitting. We do the big summer movies and then we move along. But we hope you guys have been enjoying this format. We hope you guys enjoy our newest format. So on that note, we will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. You can hear us anywhere you listen to podcasts and we want to hear what you think. So leave us a review. Give us some likes on social media at Pop Poor Review. Click around www.poppoorreview.com. Become a member of our Patreon page, patreon.com backslash review for exclusive content and drink recipes. And one last thing before you go, make sure to check out the Titan Media Collective and Titan Cast Network. Enjoy the rest of your movie Monday. That was a Titan cast episode.